Hello, my good friends. This is Dan Jones here to share another quiet talk with you. I want to read you several verses from Isaiah chapter 43. Listen carefully. But now thus says the Lord, he who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt as your ranch ransom, Cush and Seba in exchange for you, because you are precious in my eyes and honored, and I love you. I give men in return for you, peoples, in exchange for your life. Fear not, for I am with you. I will bring your offspring from the east, and from the west I will gather you. I will say to the north, give up, and to the south, do not withhold. Bring my sons from afar, and my daughters from the end of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and made. Don't you find those words so encouraging? God is saying through the prophet that he has redeemed his people from bondage. He promises to be with them in all circumstances. When they pass through the fire and through the water, he will protect them. And he will bring back the captives no matter where they are. He will command the north and the south to give them up so they can come home. Now, I didn't have to read all seven of these verses, but I wanted you to have the context. The last verse of that passage reminds the reader that it is addressed to everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and made. When my wife and I got married, Debbie changed her name to mine. She was called Debbie Kersey, but now she is Debbie Jones. She is called by my name. Nobody made her do that. She freely chose to do so. She wanted to unite her life with mine. When we respond to God's gracious invitation to accept the love and forgiveness that he freely offers through the blood of his son, we become called by his name. You know, there's a word you hear people use a lot nowadays, the word identify. People identify in various ways, and they expect you to honor that or they will be deeply offended. Here's how I identify. I don't identify just as Dan Jones from Memphis, Tennessee, but I identify as a follower of Jesus Christ who has bought me with his blood. I don't belong to myself. I am God's property, and he has marked me as his and his alone. My identity is not self-chosen, but stamped upon me by God. I have his brand, you might say. That's not popular today to talk about someone owning another person, but I am blessed beyond imagining that I am owned by Christ. It's much better for me to be owned by him than to own myself. I am called by 
his name. And then it says that we were created for his glory. How often do you stop to think about why you exist? I'll bet not nearly enough. If we don't know why we're here, then we'll wander around with no real direction in our lives. I want my life to have focus. I want my life to have purpose. And that purpose is found in God. I am here for the glory of God. So many people are working hard, burning the candle at both ends, so to speak, to make their mark in this world. Thousands of years ago, there was a great king in the area of Mesopotamia and parts of the Holy Land whose name was Sargon. He established one of the first great empires ruling over the Akkadians. Sargon built a temple in which he placed a statue with this inscription. Sargon, king of Akkad, overseeing of Ianana, king of Kish, anointed of Anu, king of the land, governor of Enlil. He defeated the city Uruk and tore down its walls. In the battle of Uruk, he won, took Lukaglagezi, I don't know how to pronounce that. It sounds like a character in The Godfather. King of Uruk in the course of the battle and led him in a collar to the gate of Enlil. Sargon wanted everybody to know about his great exploits and victories. He wanted to make a lasting name for himself. Today, I'm afraid the only people who know anything about Sargon are professional students of ancient Near Eastern history. Are you trying to make a name for yourself? How about instead, think about God's name. We were created for his glory. We're here to bring honor and praise to him, not to ourselves. This can be very subtle at times. I often notice in myself those little urges to be noticed, to be out front. The website that hosts this podcast is always putting out info about how to get more listeners. And I think, yeah, I want a bigger audience. Now, why would I want a bigger audience? I've heard preachers claim that they wanted a big church just to reach more people for Jesus. Here's the truth. If God wants me to have a bigger audience, if God wants a pastor to have a bigger church, then that's up to God. It's not up to me to get more people to listen to me. I may have just a handful of people in my circle. My job is to build up in their hearts the image of God. My job is not to try to get them to appreciate me, but to point them to Christ and his love. In our church, we pray the Lord's Prayer every week. Believe it or not, when I was in school, that was a public school, We said the Lord's Prayer every time we had an assembly. I guess that's why they called it the Bible Belt. Anyway, whether your church says this prayer every week or not, I'm sure you probably know it. It begins, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Now, sometimes there are things that are so familiar that they have lost their meaning for us. The Lord's Prayer is probably near the top of this list. What does hallowed be thy name mean? It simply means, may your 
reputation be honored. May you, O God, be held in high esteem. Don't know if you're aware of this, but God's reputation is not good with everybody. There are a lot of people who have some incorrect ideas about what he's like. Some people downright just don't like him much. What is your job? What is my job? Our job is to enhance God's reputation. Our job is to bring honor to him. You know, Christians are the only way people have of finding out what God is really like. They can only see God by looking at us. Does that sort of put a little burden on you? It should. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said, You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. He didn't say so they can see your good works and say what a great guy you are. No, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. You see, if I'm glorified and people run to me, there's really nothing I have to offer. But if God is glorified, they'll run to him and he has all the answers. God created you for his glory. Yield your life to him completely so he can work through you and his beautiful light can shine through you and draw men and women to Christ. Heavenly Father, be glorified. Let your name be honored among us, Lord God. Let your reputation be enhanced by us, by your church. Lord, purify us from those things that that dim that vision uh, of God that people should see in us, Lord God. Cleanse us, wash us clean, and make us that bright, shining city on a hill that cannot be hidden, Lord God, that will bring glory to your precious name. In Jesus' name, amen. And friends, that's exactly what a group of my friends and I are trying to do in the uh, Capital District of New York. Right now, we're meeting in Schenectady, and our group is called Bread of Life Anglican Church. And we meet Sundays at 10 o'clock at 1809 Union Street in Schenectady, which happens to be the American Legion Hall. We don't have our own church building yet, but we're praying for one. And if you feel like it, you could pray with us that God will provide us a permanent place for us to worship and minister. As always, you can reach me by email at father.danjones at outlook.com. God bless you.